Hey, my friend, I bet at some point you have had somebody say to you, or you've seen a meme that says, you are enough. Well, today we're going to talk about how that is actually not true and why it's a good thing that you are not enough. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bringing inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission, raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious, God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. I am really happy that you're here. So excited to be with you again today. Woo, we have a big thing to talk about today. I am going to start doing a little series on some of the lies and myths that we are told as mothers and as women, and we're going to unpack them and find what is actually true. So the one we are tackling first today is this idea that we hear floating around all over the place that says, you are enough. I want to propose to you that no, I am not enough. And my friend, you are not enough. But actually, that is really good news. It is really good news that we are not enough. Do you know why? Why would that be good news? Because Jesus is enough, period. And if we are in Jesus, then through Jesus, he gives us the power of his Holy Spirit to do everything that we need to do. He gives us grace which is that divine power that goes beyond my natural ability into what he can empower. If I think that I'm enough, then that means that I am on my own to do whatever is the thing that I feel like I'm enough for. If I believe that I'm enough in mothering my kids, then I am literally on my own. But if I believe, no, I am not enough. Holy Spirit, I need your wisdom. Holy Spirit, I need your truth. Then I can tap into not just some good ideas, but I can literally tap into all of the power that raised Jesus from the dead. All of that power is available to me through the Holy Spirit. And I can use that in my life. And that is why it is such good news that I am not enough in and of myself. I am 
fully loved. I am fully accepted in the beloved. I am a daughter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he loves me and he approves of me and he values me, but not because of my greatness, not because I am something so special. No, it's because I'm in him. It's my identity as a daughter of God that gives me that connection to my father and that identity as his own. That is what gives me value. That is what gives me worth. It doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from you. So anytime I see a meme on social media that says, Mama, you are enough, I just smile to myself and I say, no, I'm not. But Jesus is. And that is really, really good news. Hey, it's question time. For question time today, we're going to talk about preparing our kids for Resurrection Sunday. Do you realize that we are just about to enter into Holy Week? Holy Week is the time between Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. And it's sometimes called the Passion Week. People have lots of different things to call it, but it's also called Holy Week. And so I want to talk about how do we use that to teach our children about Jesus? I have a couple different resources I'm going to recommend to you, and there will be links for those in the show notes at kirstenvossler.com slash podcast slash 49, because that's this episode. And the link will be in the description below as well, so you can get that easily. So I have a few resources that I'm going to recommend, but how do we prepare our kids to really enjoy the glory of the resurrection. We have done this differently every single year, I have to say. We have a few Easter traditions that we do, a few things that we like to do in our family or some decorations that I like to put up. I made a little banner that said Christ is risen or something like that a few years ago and every I'll pull it out and hang it up again. We like to decorate for spring. We bring in pretty flowers. We do a big a big resurrection day dinner and, you know, things like that. But it's really great to prep our kids because I think that as adults, we have a different understanding really of what Jesus has done for us and how we relate to that. And our kids may not have that same experience. And one of the things that we have done with our kids is we've used resurrection eggs. If you haven't heard about resurrection eggs, they are really a cool resource. I will link in the show notes where you can get them, or you can probably find somewhere online what's inside and you can make your own. But basically, it's a little egg carton with Easter eggs inside, the little plastic ones that open up. And inside each egg is a different symbol that explains part of the story of Passion Week. So one of the things might be a little palm leaf and you talk about Palm Sunday. And one of the things is some coins and it talks about how Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 silver coins. There's a little donkey. Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. There's just a, a few things, 12 things altogether. 
And it's going to walk you right through all of Holy Week, all of Passion Week. We've done this several different ways. When I really have my act together, we will start 12 days before Easter and do one egg every day. And we'll just, the kids will take turns opening them up. And there's usually a little booklet that goes with it that has the scripture verse in there, that has a little explanation of what it is. And if your kids are well acquainted with the stories, you can probably just ask them, oh, what is this from? And they might even know. So we've done that. I've also done it where we literally just opened all of them in one day because I wasn't, didn't have them out early enough. (laughs) But that's why I'm telling you about this now. So if you want to do the 12 day thing, you can get them and, you know, do that. So we've used resurrection eggs. That's a really fun thing to do. You can also just take the gospels and start reading through the gospels a little bit at a time and get through it in the amount of time we have left before Easter. But I think it's so valuable to kind of set our kids up for success in this, where we don't just expect them to have a really big excitement about Jesus being raised from the dead on Easter Sunday, but where we actually teach them the truth. Like, here's what happened. Jesus died. And here's the scripture that talks all about this. And it's in each one of the gospels. You can read about it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And they all have a very slightly different account. And it's really cool to read them all together. If you have a chronological Bible, it actually weaves all of those four gospels together in the order that they happened. And that's pretty neat because you're just reading like one, it's like one account, but very detailed. But it's so good to give our kids this real understanding of what Jesus has done for us. And you can also use this as an opportunity to help your children come to know the Lord. You can use this as an opportunity to invite them into the salvation that Jesus offers them. You can go to my website, kirstenbossler.com forward slash blog slash salvation. And I have a blog post there that just really clearly lays out concepts for you to talk through with your kids and scriptures for you to talk through with your kids that they can learn about salvation and learn how to be saved. This is something I cannot stress enough because we might think our kids are really little and hard and it's hard for them to understand. But you know what? The gospel is the good news. It is not hard to understand good news. And it's such a simple, simple thing. Getting saved is not complicated. It is literally an exchange, or as I say to my little kids, it's a trade. We have sin and we trade it for Jesus' righteousness. Jesus says, here, you can have my righteousness. I will take your sin. And the reason that he can do that is because he died instead of us. That's it. (laughs) That's the gospel. We were sinners. Christ died for us. That's it. It's all in that blog post. If you want to go look that up, if you need some, some help and direction in that, but use this time as an opportunity to open it up to your kids and say, look, this is what Jesus did. And this really happened. And yes, don't forget to tell them this is true. This really happened. My kids get so mind blown (laughs) almost every year when we talk about, you guys, 
2,000-ish years ago, on these very days, because we are right around Passover, on these days, this is when Jesus actually died and was raised to life. And they're just like, really? Oh my goodness. And it's kind of funny to me that every year their mind gets blown by it. But you know, honestly, every year my mind gets a little blown by it too. But we have to remember to tell them this is true. This really happened. Because when they're young, they can't differentiate fact from fiction. They just don't have a grid for it. And so we have to really show them and tell them again and again, this is true. This really happened. So those are some ideas for how to prepare your little children and your older children for Resurrection Sunday. I just, I hope that is a blessing to you. I would love to have your questions to answer on the podcast. You can send me your questions in an email. And the way you do that is you go to my website, kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. And there's a little form you can fill out. You put your name and your email address and then ask your question. And it comes right to me and I will add it to my list so I can get to it and get these questions answered. I really love hearing your questions and I can't wait to get to more of them on the show. If you are not already on my email list, I would love to connect with you there as well. And you can do that at my website. Just click on kirstenvossler.com forward slash newsletter. My friend, I bless you this week with joy. I bless you with grace. I bless you with peace. And I bless you with truth. That the truth of the knowledge that you are not enough, but Jesus is, and his grace resides on your life. I just bless you with the glory that comes with that understanding in Jesus' name. Okay, next week, we are going to tackle a really big topic in this whole myth and lie situation. And I'm really excited and even just a little bit nervous because this is a big one. So... I can't wait to see you back here, same time, same place, next week. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week, and remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend! You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.